Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we're coming at you with a wonderful Black Friday episode. We've been teasing it all week. We're going to do the uh, blues players of past, present, and future in honor of it officially being Christmas season since Thanksgiving ended. My family's literally downstairs setting up Christmas stuff, uh, much to my disdain. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm with you in the same boat. But I will say I don't I don't knock anybody for celebrating Christmas early, even if you celebrate it before Thanksgiving. Um, but just for me personally, my birthday is December sixth, so it's coming up, turning twenty four. But it always felt like I was kind of like not not like overshadowed, but I was like I'm sharing like everything, and I'm not getting the attention that like other people other kids would normally get because my birthday is around such a big time as Christmas. So I don't celebrate Christmas personally until after my birthday. There you but. go. I got I got a worse one for you. My, my sister's birthday is December 31st. Oof. That's a tough one. That's brutal. That's a tough Especially one. Especially because people actually be going to parties on that one. Yeah. Well, well we're, we're, we're Jewish as well. So we do Hanukkah, Christmas, and her birthday all in like one week. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, sucks. Yeah. I feel for it's, 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 it's either her favorite week of the year or her least favorite week of the year. I don't know. Yeah, I, think that's I don't true. know. It all gets combined into one. But yeah, we got a, so we got a good episode today. First of all, tell me, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was pretty fun. Um, my sister came in. I haven't seen her in a little bit. I haven't seen most of the fam, honestly, but yeah. I haven't seen my sister in a hot minute. Um, so her boyfriend came by, my brother and his girlfriend came by. Um, nice, nice. So yeah, just spending some quality time with the fam. Less than 10 people. Uh, pumpkin pie, dude. Out of this world. Our neighbor gave us homemade whipped cream. Ooh. Game changer. Highly recommend. Ooh. Shit hits different. Ooh. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And, and what, are, what are you thankful for this year? What do you got? Oh, my God. I think, I'm thankful that – I don't even know. I'm thankful through the midst of this entire pandemic that I've able to keep my sanity. Yeah. It's about me somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm also thankful for, I guess, living by myself in an apartment because it kind of uh, taught me a lot about myself and helped me deal with things that I would use – I mean, not use other people for, but, like, lean on other people yeah. for. I had to, like, find it within myself. So that was pretty cool, too. Dude, I just signed and obviously a, family and friends yeah. and all that good stuff, but – I just signed a lease for from an apartment next year. I'm finally going to have my own room. No more sleeping Ooh. on friggin' twin twin XLs, three <laughs> feet from my roommate. There you go. Uh, trying to trying to share a, uh, that tiny bed with my girlfriend. Mm. Oh, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, it's be gonna fun. be nice. And oh god, my apartment this year's so bad. It's like a third. It's a third of the a third of the cost of like all the other apartments in the area. And naive me didn't really realize that you are very much getting what you pay for. We see mm-hmm. we see mice daily. Um, it's bad. The, the best part is that we got this uh, sliding door, and it had 
had a railing in front of it um and and below it's like it's like a 20 foot drop to like a, a concrete alley or whatever it fell off like two weeks into our railing two yeah the railing fell off two weeks into our semester so now we have a full-size door that just opens to a 20 foot drop the concrete <laughs> and, and 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 they're and they're like oh they we kept asking like hey you guys gonna like you know fix this so we don't die um and they're like oh yeah no whatever they kept pushing it off and finally they're like oh yeah people are coming in on tuesday to 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 start working on it i wake up tuesday at like 11 my roommate's like oh yeah they already came i look out they had like a little piece of like uh you know that you know the ties you, you use to tie off like bread or whatever they tied one of those on the lock so we couldn't unlock it and then left <laughs> That's it. That's all they did. I've done all I can do. <laughs> that's all they did. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's so bad. Oh man. Hey, you gotta you gotta learn some way, right? You gotta gotta live in a shitty apartment at some point in your life, I guess. Yeah. Oh no man. Kidding. All right. Jumping into yeah, jumping into the first segment, the the I don't know, ghost of of blues past. <laughs> when you think of when you think of blues past, what what comes to mind? Um, I think hard-nosed physical hockey, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, like, one of the most iconic blues players of all time, uh, Plager Brothers, mm. uh, that's all they did, and, like, people feared them across the league, so I think, um, when you, when you think, when you think about that, I mean, Bobby Plager's definitely gotta be one of the names that comes to mind, um, but I think the, my ghost for Blues Pass, um, that might have taken it to the next level. And it's probably the most feared blues player of all time is Tony Twist. I knew you were going to twist he was, I think I think he was uh, a big part of that era in the times when I mean brawls and fights and everything of that nature enforcers uh, are were the norm. So yeah, yeah. I remember I remember when we talked to we talked to Cam uh, Cam Jansen, and yeah. we're not, we're not first name basis. Um, <laughs> um, Big Cam, and, yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Cam fans over here, <laughs> and we we asked. Which, by him, the way, if you haven't, if you haven't, you've, you probably have if you listen to this. But if you haven't listened to the Cam and Strick podcast, highly recommend. Mm, but I'm mm-hmm, great content mm-hmm. all the time. And if you love enforcers, uh, they have enforcers on there all the time. They as do, yes, and it's they great. Listening to their insights. I remember we we asked him if if you took like every former blues blues tough guy, put him in a Royal Rumble, who would win? And he he said Twister without a doubt. Um, even o- even over himself, which is surprising. Um, my, my ghost of blues past, it's a little more, a little more recent, but part of the reason I fell in love with blues hockey, similar, similar route, I'm going to go with Ryan Reeves. Um, cause when I, when I fell in love with blues hockey, Vladimir Tarasenko was my favorite player. Um, loved watching him and his friendship with Ryan Reeves was just my favorite thing in the entire world. It was so great. I remember I went to, I went to a blues Bruins game in Boston and saw them do their handshake, their little handshake, like right in front of me on the, on the glass during warmups, that thing they, you know, they, they, yeah, the shoulder check. Oh man. So sweet. Yeah. He, 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 he definitely haunts my memories in in a good way when I think of uh, good blues memories. Um, But definitely, you know, looking back the, the clown Jersey era, the plaguers, Oh, it's such great history. And like you said, it's really dominated by hard nosed physical body checking and no, no easy, no easy shifts when you're playing against uh, teams of blues past for sure. Yeah, and I think that's why it was so interesting to me to see like kind of the next wave of blues players, you know, is because a lot of them are more speed based. And not to say that like we've never had a skilled or like 
I don't know, like speedy team in the St. Louis Blues, but I don't think we've ever had like a team that you can characterize as like a speed or skilled team. Right. It's always saying. been. Like it's, it's always, always like been. a grinded out mm-hmm. veteran presence, mm-hmm. like doing all the little things and forward checking, but not like making highlight goals really typically every night. Um, but hey, uh, uh, coming up soon, goes to goes to Blues future. Could be talking about that a little bit. Ooh, more, so. ooh, yeah. All right, we're getting close to the halfway point. So I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Brands. I talked about this yesterday, but they're having a crazy Black Friday deal. Started last night at 5 p.m. So if you're not on that, what are you doing? They taste so good. I got home from college to a wonderful package of of the Built Go, and it tastes amazing. Gets me ready to for anything. Um, and the best part is you they have a brand new all new white chocolate bar in two different varieties. So you got the white chocolate cookies and cream and the white chocolate salted caramel. And that just makes my mouth water. Just, just thinking about it. Oh man. And then if you're in the holiday mood, two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. Yeah. Yeah. Peppermint bar, dude. Have you ever had that? Peppermint bark is so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So definitely check that out. You get two, two, free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. So if you want to get multiple different flavors, that's like six free candy cane brownie bars. And best part is there's 25% off on all products all weekend long. Go to BuiltBar.com and get 25% off for Black Friday. Plus, don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to get an extra percent off. And we will be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. So we talked about the past. Now we're in the present. When you think of what defines the present blues, who what, who comes to mind? Who comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, mm, I think it might be due to recency bias, but I feel like uh, there's a guy who we don't talk about in terms of like the impact that he has on the team. Um, and I think I'm going to talk about him today. But before I get into that, who's yours, Josh? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I think I'm gonna go a little bit of a a little bit of a, a different route. I'm not gonna take a player. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Craig Berube. Um, okay, I like it. And the reason that is, as I came across a, a video the other day, um, in Craig Berube's first win, the Blues had two fighting majors in the first minute fifteen of of the game for only like the what was like only like the fourth time in franchise history they've had two fighting majors that quickly. Um, and I think that from that moment on just has defined this era of blues hockey of, like we said with the past, gritty, hard nosed, um, you know, difficult to play against. And, and Craig Ruby comes in, you know, former in, in, enforcer, tough guy himself, uh, and just sets the tone right away, gets, gets his first win, uh, gets a couple fights in there as well, and has really instilled a, a work ethic in this team that, that took them to the next level, won them a Stanley Cup. And I haven't really you know, look back ever since. And as an extension of that, you know, Craig Ruby, you look at guys like Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Braden Shen, guys that just epitomize what it takes to be a, a blues player in, in the current system. Um, but yeah, Craig Ruby is, is my, is my ghost of blues present. For sure. I like that. That's a good one. Especially in terms of like a team impact, you can't really look much further than the head coach mm-hmm. the head coach that came in, flipped the team around on its head, uh, and won a Stanley cup. But, uh, I think close to an impact uh, to go off of like everything that you're saying. Uh, we talk about his shot a lot, but I don't think we talk about him as a locker room presence and really like just being with the organization for so long and just like jumping around and always like 
coming back eventually. Uh, I think David Perron's impact mm. on the St. Louis Blues as a whole, just being that team chemistry guy, lighthearted in the locker room. Uh, I know he loves making tweets on social media, and you can kind of see like his sense of humor. But at the same time, um, I don't think there's anyone. I wouldn't say that, but I think I think you'd be hard pressed to find a guy more pissed off about the overall performance of the team in the bubble than David Perron because he was still like thinking about it weeks and weeks afterwards and still pissed off. And I think it's uh, affecting his training regimen as well, working ten times harder uh, to keep. I mean, honestly, like kind of a career year that he had last season. He did. Um, um, and just like well, they, all the game-winning goals he had, I mean, the second Crunch. he stepped on the ice in OT, we were, everybody's like, Dave Prime goal, thanks for coming. Um, so I think just having a guy like that on your team that, I mean, drafted by the Blues, went around the way, all, eventually found his way back and just talks about how much he loves St. Louis, I think it's hard not to fight for a guy like that um, in the locker room every day and every time you step on the ice, so... Yeah, I mean, anyone that anyone that leaves and comes back two separate times, got got to have a lot of love for the organization, and organization clearly has love for him as well. You know, bringing him back so many so many different times, and he helped he helped the team get a Stanley Cup, and like you said, he had a career year this year, um, and definitely seemed like one of the more, if not the most invested player in 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 terms of frustrations with the Blues' performance because I think something we talked about is unfortunately I don't think the whole team really bought in uh, during the bubble um, and that's not really their own fault it was just a difficult environment to, to you know to get back up to speed yet you hadn't played in so long and all of a sudden you're you're getting into playoff hockey and, and it, it, the, the cards were stacked against them for sure um, but I don't, I don't think any guy had more passion um, than David Perron and I think I'm really excited to see what he brings next year if he can build on this career year for sure Oh, 100%. And, like, that's one of the things we talked about is, like, that was a question mark surrounding this team because he is kind of, like, getting up there in terms of age. Uh, but you would expect him to take a step kind of back from the production, but you would also have of a, you would have also expected it last year, like, because he's getting up there and he had one of his best seasons yet. So maybe he's one of those guys that kind of ages like a fine wine. <laughs> uh, but if, if, he's in the, if he's in the gym working out every day, I mean, oh, we, we heard uh, – I think it was in some interviews they said the biggest workhorse on the team in terms of um, being in the weight room was Jay Bomeister. And we look at the career that that guy had and how long he stayed relevant in the NHL. There's no reason that uh, with the right work ethic, David Perron can't mimic something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, hey, hey Jay Bomeister would have would probably come back next year too if, if his heart didn't exactly. quit out on him. That's what um, I'm saying. Absolutely, yeah, and I definitely think David Perron epitomizes that as well. Uh, I just think of when you talk about like good locker room guy, et cetera, et cetera. I look, I think of uh, Ryan O'Reilly's Halloween costume from mm-hmm. a couple yeah. years ago, French toast, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was amazing, and honest, and obviously, like you can't really have this conversation, ghosts of uh, Blues present, without bringing up Ryan O'Reilly because he, I mean. He's everybody's favorite to be the next captain. He's kind of the oh, guy. Yeah, that I forgot epit- about that. We need a captain. Yeah, he's kind of the guy that epitomizes everything you want in a player. Uh, he's the guy that everyone thinks would make the best coach afterwards because he has has those off or after practice practices with the younger guys, um, like basically leading drills by himself. Um, obviously, he has the workout regimen uh, with his dad and the strength and conditioning and all the stuff that they do there. So I think. Uh, 
it's it's difficult to find a more perfect NHL player across the league, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think he, him, and Patrice Bergeron are 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 one and the same um, in terms of in terms of uh, players that bring value to pretty much every aspect of the game. Uh, I guess we talked about it for 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 forever, you know. I mean, not we didn't have the podcast at that point, but it was just common knowledge that the Blues needed a franchise center, and we didn't have. Remember when Yori Latero was our first line center, Tommy? He had a good season too. Yeah, that was the that was the worst he thing that he could have done. In the next, yeah, honestly, in the next season he was dust. Oh my, he had a really good season, and then and then the league realized he couldn't skate, uh, and and. He his production went off a cliff. Yeah, he realized but, he'd rather sling dope. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, he was focused on the the the. I don't know. I was just trying to make a joke. I'm not even too low, low hanging fruit. Focused low hanging on the fruit. wrong snow. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say focus. I was gonna say focus on the wrong line change, but I don't know if that's. Oh, yeah, it's a little. Oh, it's go. a little. It's a little. Eh. Oh yeah, but we had that. We had that. We had the STL line, and we got excited about that. We got excited that Vladimir Tarasenko was being weighed down by Yuri Laterra. It was um, good for a while. It was, it was. But like looking back, oh my god, I, I my reaction. Uh, no offense to Yuri Laterra if you're listening, um, <laughs> but uh, god, my, my reaction, my the emotional roller coaster I went on when the Blues traded for Braden Shen. Um, at first, I was like, "Wait, Shen, a defenseman? Why?" Because I thought it was Luke Shen. Um, and then I realized it was Braden Shen. I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Um, and then I saw Quick came out a few minutes later that Yorel Terra was in- included, and I'm pretty sure I screamed. Um, yeah. I was I was pretty I was pretty psyched to to <laughs> to make that swap. Um, but then Ryan O'Reilly comes along and plugs in as the franchise center that we've desired for forever. Um, love to see it. All right. Yeah, I, I still can't believe how we pulled off that little finesse move. A little bit, a little bit. All right, we are getting close to the end of today's episode. So I know I talked about the Black Friday deal at the the top of the top of the podcast, but don't Cyber Monday is coming up as well. So like I said, they got a Cyber Monday deal. White chocolate continues. Oh my god, I'm reading this now. White chocolate cherry Sunday. Oh no. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'll be right back. I need. I need. Just hold it down while I'm gone. I need. I need all of those. White chocolate cherry sundae, and then white chocolate coconut deluxe. Oh my lord, that sounds delicious. And plus, you got even more promo starting Cyber Monday, so you still get the two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. So when I go and buy 100 white chocolate cherry sundae bars, I'm gonna get. 200 candy cane brownie bars. That's going to be great. Um, 25% off all products. Plus, you can get a free advent calendar with every purchase. Comes with 12 built bites, little mini built bars inside. You can open them up one day at a time and 12 months of savings. Oh, man. You'd be silly. You'd be silly not to check that out. So go to BuiltBar.com and get 25% off for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Plus, don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to get an extra percent off. And we'll be right back with the Ghost of Blue's future. All right, all right. Final segment of the show. Talking about... Ghost of Blue's future. I think this is going to be a pretty easy one. I think we're going to be uh, we're going to be unanimous here in our decisions. A um, couple names come to mind. I went first on the last one, Tommy. Who who you got when you think of Blue's future? Who who comes to mind? 
I mean, there's one that kind of jumps out on the page at you, right? Mm. And I think, uh, I think, honestly, I feel like he potentially, especially in terms of this season, would, would almost qualify in a more of a ghost of Blues present because he's already making those substantial strides to be the kind of player that we know he's capable to be. But especially in terms of like a future, he's kind of like, especially after like. Tarasenko's contract is up. Ryan O'Reilly's contract is up. Like, there's gonna be there's gonna be some difficult moves that have to be made down the road. Um, but all of those moves, I think, surround the nucleus of this team in maybe five years. Uh, and I think, resoundingly, that's gotta be Robert Thomas. Absolutely, no question. Um, when I when I watch Robert Thomas play, it, it and you know you might look at his his stats page and, and think, okay, he's not you know he's not like setting the world on fire like some of these other young guys in the NHL. What's to be so excited about? But if you watch him night in night out, it, it's it's pretty much everything but the points. Those, those will come. But the way he thinks the game, the way he the way he sets up passes, the, the way he he positions him right place, right time, every single second, it, it seems like the game just slows down for him when he's playing, and that's extremely valuable, especially at about, how old is he? What twenty two, twenty one, something like that. Uh, twenty one. Yeah. Twenty. Wow. Just turned just turned twenty one recently. Hey, happy birthday, Tomer. Um, but yeah, just the the ability to think the game that well at the young age of 21 um, just goes to show that he's, he's got astronomical room to grow. Um, and the, like I said, the points will come. He's not, he's not, you know, he doesn't have like the a wicked wrister. So he's not scoring 40 goals a year, but you know, get playing with better line mates, getting more consistent confidence. Um, he's, he's going to be a really, 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 really good player for this team for a lot of years to come. And I'm excited about that. Um, and in the same boat, you got guys like Jordan Kairou, Scott Perunovic, Clem Costin, uh, Vince Dunn, hopefully. Uh, it, 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 I'm excited for the future of this team. Yeah, I am too. And I think how do I how do I phrase this? I think the easiest way because you talked about like his stats not really being there, but like when you watch a game and Robert Thomas steps on the ice, he's basically the catalyst of even, even on like when he's playing with top line dudes, like they all kind of play through him because he has that playmaker mentality, um, kind of sees the ice so well and has eyes in the back of his head, finds guys back door that he has no business getting passes through to. Um, so he has uh, like, it's almost like a step towards that game changer, uh, mentality, you know, like a guy, like a guy who like you have to take notice of when Nathan McKinnon steps on the ice. You have to take notice of when Vladimir Tarasenko steps on the ice. He's, it's almost the same thing with Robert Thomas. He's just not as big of a name yet because he controls the pace of play so well. There's that button hook down in the corner and just keeps the puck on his stick until he finds a guy to wheel it off to. Um, but I also think. In terms of future, a guy we should probably mention um, for reasons that we mentioned on our interview with him. So if you have not checked it out yet, definitely go look into that. Um, but I think Jake Neighbors, in terms of system, in terms of his play style, in terms of um, really almost being like an heir to the throne of a player like Jaden Schwartz, I think he fits perfectly uh, into a role on the St. Louis Blues. So I think a ghost of Blues future could definitely be yeah yeah and and just hockey skills aside um talking to jake neighbors you know it was immediately obvious to realize that it was one of the most genuine kind passionate people i've ever spoken to um 
and in a professional environment. And, and I think regardless of how good he is on the ice, just being able to have a person like that in your organization, in your locker room, uh, does wonders. Um, as we talked about with David Perron, sort of similar thing. Um, so I'm excited about that, but, but Tommy, I do want to, I do want to, um, I do want to talk about something that grinds my gears a little bit, uh, but going back to Robert Thomas. So do you, do you, you play the, uh, EA NHL games, right? Obviously. And, and I don't know if you, you follow them on Instagram at all or whatever they had, they do this thing where whenever there's a, whenever there's like a highlight of Robert Thomas, the, the EA NHL Instagram account comments, Robert Thomas is elite. And I'm like, yeah, obviously. And then you go to play their game and he's literally not elite. Like what? So for those of you that, for those for those of you that don't know, team. yeah, for those Clappy of you, does love him though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, uh, pr- younger players in the game are rated either franchise, elite, top six, top nine, whatever. Th- that's their potential. Um, so they say, yeah, 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 yeah. So they say I play a lot of franchise mode, um, and they comment Robert Thomas is elite. Robert Thomas, he's literally not. You could you Robert Thomas is not elite. I play your game. He's top six. What, fix so that. Them, we're saying right now at NHL twenty one is is hypocritical. Yes. Yes. Right. I, first of all, not only it would be it would be it would be enough of a problem. Like just him being top six in general is is a travesty because he does. I think he does have elite potential. But then the fact that it's literally a running joke with them that they that they say, oh, Robert Thomas is elite, but 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 he's not. It's, 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 I mean, like, it, it's weird, too, because I, I only started doing franchise mode this season. So I was like, oh, like I'll just make everyone on my team top six and they have the same chance of being like a stud. But when in actuality, like top six in franchise mode is like capping out at like an 80 right, overall or something, right. like around there, right? So it's really right. not that much like impact of a player. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like the a... potential there needs to get a little boost. Yeah. Next yeah. update, Clappy. Fix your shit. Come on, let's go. Get on that. <laughs> You know how much you, now you're making me making me go into the, the settings and changing his potential. Yeah. That's fifteen. That's, have to do this, that's fifteen seconds. Gonna, I'll never get back. I gotta start a GoFundMe now and get some signatures just for this shit. Oh man, I'm gonna take time out of my day just to do something that should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, Clappy. Come on, come on. <laughs> if you're listening, which you definitely are. What 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 else could he be possibly be doing other than listening to the Lockdown Blues podcast? <laughs> Oh man, oh man! All right, I think that's all we got time for today. Uh, I think there's gonna be a weekend episode, Tommy. I, I think we gotta yeah, yeah, might have to lay it on you. Mm. Keep them honest, keep them on their toes. Yeah. So we we got November is coming to a close. So we gotta we gotta pump out a few more episodes this month. So look for one this weekend and also one on Monday. Uh, I'm excited for it. Love a good weekend episode. It's gonna be fun. I think that's all we got though, Tommy. You got anything else to add? Um, that's all I got. That's all you got? Um, if you're if you're going out Black Friday shopping, make sure you guys wear a mask. Um, stay stay socially distanced as much as possible. Uh, if you're staying home, just go on Amazon. Waiting it out. Yeah, if you're staying home, waiting it out for Cyber Monday, like me. Um, good luck. Don't get carpal tunnel because <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like that's gonna be the big one this year. Is Cyber Monday. Everybody's gonna stay home and just. Dude, I already uh, check out those deals. It's gonna be a good time. I already splurged a little bit uh, for Cyber Monday. The, the 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 Arkham Batman Arkham trilogy for PS4 was ten dollars. Okay. Oh, easy. 
ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. My PlayStation is waiting for me back at school. I did that thing where you can download it from your phone, so it's it's downloading right now. It'll be all ready for me when I when I get out of my Uber Saturday night. I'm excited. I might, I might not be able to record that weekend episode. I might be a little busy. <laughs> Uh, all right i think that's all we got thank you all so much for listening i hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving we are thankful for you without you guys this wouldn't be possible literally then because no one will be listening so i'm thankful for you guys i'm thankful for you tommy that we get to do this together this wonderful gig it's been a lot of fun couldn't have asked for anybody better oh you're too kind All right. All right. I think that's all we got time for today. So thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lockdown Blues to stay up to date with everything we've got going on. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Thanks for listening. And as always, let's go, Blues. <laughs>